0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Andrew drives home for us very clearly the weight of our own sin and our own particular culpability in it. At least... Once or twice every night, we have him, I wouldn't necessarily say an exaggeration, but in some sense exaggeration in order to underline for us the admission that we are the greatest of all sinners. So, of course echoing St. Paul, and it is a major teaching of the church, the Teaching from the Fathers for us to consider ourselves to be the first of sinners. So that we understand humility, that we understand what it means for us to repent and to truly repent. And while all of that weight is put upon our shoulders, is put upon us to wake up and realize what, where exactly we are and what exactly we have done... At the same time, as we heard even clearer in this evening uh, during the canon part, and then as Great Compline very much uh, affirms, and then even at the end when we sing another prayer to the Mother of God, we are surrounded by a host, Mary of Egypt, St. Andrew of Crete himself, uh, the angels, the Mother of God. And we go through even that whole list of asking for the prayers of the apostles, John the Baptist, etc. It really jumped out at me this evening for the first time, uh, the words in, I think it was about the third or fourth ode, where it talks about uh, the devils that are after us that it talks about may i never be the possession or food of the enemy and then again it says may i never be the possession or food of the enemy may i never be the possession or food of the enemy while we have the particular weight of our own sins and we are turning and we're surrounded by the hosts of heaven we know that there is always uh, our adversary, I think right? he 's a reason why he 's called the adversary he 's the one who points and blames the one who is going about the world as a lion seeking whom he may devour that he wants to eat us he wants to feast upon us, and it is a reality for us in the midst of uh, our and we, I know I have experienced it there, when we really, especially in this first week of Lent, make in a, in a special effort to attend to what is going on within our hearts, the vigilance that the fathers teach us, to keep over our hearts through prayer and attention, attending to God and so that we see all of the snares of the, the enemy coming before us or rising up within us, that we can feel kind of the nipping at our heels as it were. But thank God we are not on our own, that though we are sought after, though we are hunted, we are surrounded by Mary of Egypt, by the preacher of repentance, John the Baptist, by our own patron saint, by those saints that we have grown to call friends and call upon in our own particular struggles, that they are always present, that they are always willing to help, of course, through the power of God. And then we especially have the intercessions of the Theotokos, her protecting veil, and her ability as the mother of our God to intercede for us. So as we continue to push into Lent, as we uh, do not give in to despair, that we do not, uh, even if we fall, trip up, uh, which we will do, that we still get up, kick the dog by our heels, and call out for help, you know, come to confession, or, not or, come to confession, comma, uh, Say your prayers. Don't give up. Call out for the hosts of heaven that surround us to help us in this battle. For it is only through the grace of God and all the ways in which he provides that grace that we will be able to be victors. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.